Welcome to HeartSpace, a show that will give you tools to awaken your intuition and the courage to listen to your heart so that you can create your best life. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, an intuitive life coach, and my mission is to show you that you already have everything you need, and it's all in your heart space. Hello everyone, welcome back to HeartSpace. I am so happy to have you here with me today. And this topic is quite a sensitive one, but such an important one. And it's been something I've been wanting to talk about for quite a while, but I think now is the time. So what I've been really wanting to talk about and that is so important for me and for my clients a lot of the time is self-worth, self-confidence. And that is a lot linked um, to body image and how you view yourself and the idea maybe of beauty, not feeling beautiful enough, not feeling good enough in your physical form and how to overcome that. And this can be a very, very large topic, but I want to keep it pretty short and sweet. Hopefully, I will be able to. Um, as you may know, I don't really prepare my my podcast episodes anymore. I used to in the beginning, and it was helpful, but now I just try to let it flow and see what information wants to come out and come out through me what guidance is there for for us all, because it's not just for you guys, it's also helping me a lot of the time. And in my own experience, I have wanted to change my body for, I think, most of my teenage years and maybe into my early 20s. And things maybe started shifting when I was around 23, 24. Um, So I'm 27 now not very long ago, and I'm still sometimes working with that feeling of not being good enough, um, comparing myself to others, whether it's linked to my physical appearance or how my personality or what I do, like work and things like that. It still happens, and it's still something that I need to work on myself, but it's not because I'm still working on it myself that I cannot help others with it. So that I think it has been a huge lesson that I've learned recently is that I have been able to help some of my clients, even some of my friends through this, even while I'm still working through my own issues. And we always are. We always are still working on our internal battles, our internal wounds and we're always doing the soul work I think there's always more growth that we can do and we can always help others along the way as well because our journey is maybe now we're a little bit further along than a few years ago and someone may need our help and that person is still is where we were a few years ago so we can always help people with that inspire people with that if that is something that you have been called to do whether it's with your friends your family or 
even like social media is a really great tool to empower others and help others and inspire them and share your story if it can re resonate with others and help them. Anyway, just to say that, um, I struggled with lack of self-confidence my whole life and I'm still working on that, but specifically body image and how I viewed myself, um, that was mostly, I think, in my teenage years and I have done so much work to accept my body as I am, as it is, I mean, and accept myself as I am. Um, I wanted to change almost everything. I wanted to change my nose because one day someone said something about my nose, commented on my nose. It was, I think I was maybe 12 or 13 in school and this boy said something about my nose that it was so ugly and something really hurtful. And that stuck with me. And after that, I always wanted to change my nose. I already wasn't really confident in my own skin at that point, but I wanted to change it. So I started thinking about maybe one day doing plastic surgery. But then it wasn't just my nose. It was also my teeth. So my teeth are, they're not too straight. They're not perfect teeth for sure. And I have a gap in the middle. So I know some people think it's luck, it's lucky teeth or it's good luck or whatever. But I used to hate it. And I still sometimes struggle And liking my teeth as they are. They're definitely not perfect. They're probably not white enough. I still have the little, I don't know how you call it, the little signs of like my young teeth come growing. So they're not straight in the end. <laughs> It's weird. Um, and yeah, so it was my nose, my teeth, and then it was what? My breast. So I have really small breasts and it feels weird talking about it on my podcast, but that was something that I wanted to change for a long time. So I was even thinking of one day having plastic surgery to have an augmentation. And then it wasn't just that, it was also my legs. So I have a little bit of cellulite on my thighs and on my butt. <laughs> um, I think most women do, honestly. And that was something that I fought with so much. And I was doing everything. I was buying all the creams. I was doing all the techniques. I bought this kind of, um, I don't know what it's called, but I bought this thing that was supposed to massage it and take away the cellulite, but I was supposed to do it every day. And it was so painful and not really effective, to be honest. So I wanted to change pretty much everything. And also another thing is my skin tone. So I'm pretty fair skin and I never really enjoyed staying in the sun for so long. So because I'm sensitive to, to that and I'm sensitive to heat and, and all that. And I used to always think that I was so white and it was disgusting. And yeah, so talk about... <laughs> lack of self-worth, right? Lack of self-confidence and body shaming and judging myself. I was there. I know how it feels. So maybe I haven't had it as bad as other people. I'm sure of that. Um, and I haven't struggled as much with weight issues, although I have to say that I always, I mean, at those, those years as well, when I was a teenager, I was counting my calories and I was sometimes eating 
only, I think was 1500 calories a day. So I was counting all my calories and it became a little bit of an obsession. And, um, I was always trying to lose weight and just, you know, shaming my body, working out just to make it look thinner or more toned and da da da. And obviously it didn't work because if you're on such a restrictive calorie diet, first of all, it doesn't, it doesn't account for the fact that you're like the type of calorie. So that's something I learned when I studied my, for my health coaching um, certification is that not all calories are created equal. Some calories will be much better than others. Uh, I'm not going to go into too much details, but don't hesitate to ask me questions on this. And so when you're also limiting yourself so much, you can't last very long and your body will store more. So yeah, I didn't do that for too long, thankfully, and I didn't really develop any other uh, eating disorder, but I could have. And I know that this is an issue for a lot of people, a struggle and a challenge that some people will have to deal with their whole lives. So I am grateful that that was not one of my struggles, but just to say that I have definitely struggled with body image, body shaming, not being comfortable in my own skin and lack of self-confidence, everything linked to that. And as I said, I am still working on it, working through it. I still have those days where I don't necessarily feel really good in my skin, where I don't feel very confident. And to top that, like to top all of that, I'm also an introvert and I much prefer spending time on my own. So I also felt like I never had enough friends and I could never integrate in a group and I always felt kind of left out. And I think I mentioned this in my, in my story in episode nine, um, I was kind of bullied when I was in school. So when I was little and that definitely had some repercussions later on, um, yeah, so all that was very tough to deal with. And when I finally started my <laughs> my journey towards self, not development, but self-awareness, I think, and I guess you could say self-help, and I started reading the books and started just realizing that all that was not serving me. And that I could try to change myself all I wanted, that if it came from that place of lack of not feeling good enough, of comparing myself to others, I would never be happy and I would never be happy in my skin. I would never feel comfortable in my own skin and it would always be a nightmare like it was for those few years. So I don't know exactly when things started shifting, um, I do know, however, that I started to accept my body as it was. I started to just realize also when I started being more spiritual that I came into my body for a reason and that it was this way for a reason. So it doesn't mean that you don't do anything to take care of your body. On the contrary, you do the things that you need to to take care of your body it, your body is your only vessel in this lifetime. You only get that one body. It changes your whole life, but there's only one body. And if you don't take care of it, you will just feel like you're fighting against your body all the time. And 
your body will just not fail you, but like make you understand that you're not doing things for your body. So it will show you by shutting off, getting sick, and all those things. Those are just signs that you're not taking care of yourself and of your body, that you're maybe not making the healthiest choices for yourself. So I think that the thing that really helped me the most is when I started my spiritual journey and started understanding that my soul chose my body exactly as it is and that yes I do need to make healthy choices to maintain a healthy body I do need to eat clean and and healthy as much as possible and I do need to exercise and pay attention to sleep and things like that but it shows my body as it is and some things I will not be able to change ever like my nose and like my teeth I could but I choose not to and I think that that goes back to maybe beauty and what we perceive as beauty we're so influenced in this society and in this world to perceive beauty only a certain way like we see it on magazines on TV shows, movies, celebrities, and all that. But that is not realistic most of the time, and that is not beauty. That is just one idea, one maybe subjective idea of what beauty can look like on the physical form, in the physical form. But there's so many layers to beauty, and honestly... It's not because someone is necessarily pretty to look at, beautiful on the outside, that that person has depth and and that their soul shines through. Maybe they're so unhappy that they have shut it down and that it doesn't shine through and that doesn't really make them beautiful anymore. Everyone, I think, has the potential for beauty and that beauty has to come from the inside. And I think that makes all the difference and it really doesn't matter what we look like it really doesn't um i'm sure you've met some people that you found were really beautiful and attractive on the outside and then they started talking and you're like okay maybe that kind of doesn't do it anymore and the other way around maybe you met some people that you were not necessarily attracted to or didn't seem beautiful to you and that is always an opinion i think everyone has their own standards for beauty as well and then you got to know them and you were like oh wow so this person is so amazing and their beauty their beauty shines through them it's in their hearts and their soul and their personality and that is so much more important i think and I believe that and I know it's still sometimes difficult even when knowing these things to totally accept ourselves as we are and not have that little comparison sometimes and that sliver of not feeling good enough not feeling pretty enough especially as women I think it's so hard because of how the industry works around beauty and just like like I said, on TV, social media now, it's even worse. But it does such a disservice to us, to people, to women, to young women, to young girls. And that creates so much imbalances and so much pain and suffering that we could 
avoid if we knew that we are worthy no matter who we are, what we look like, what we do, we are worthy. And it's not by wanting to change our external appearances, our physical body, that that's going to change. If we don't feel worthy on the inside, deep down, if we don't feel good enough, even if we change our appearance, if we do, for example, I don't know, uh, the extreme, I, I guess, would be plastic surgery, like I considered a few times when I was younger, that's not going to change. It's not going to make you happier. It's maybe going to change your appearance, but you might not even recognize yourself anymore. And that can be kind of traumatic, I think. Um, not that I have gone through that, so I can't really speak from experience here, but I can only imagine if I had done, done those changes from a place of insecurity, from a place of comparison, of lack, of lack of self-worth and self-confidence, then today I might regret it because today I have started the journey towards accepting myself for who I am. And even if it's not perfect journey, it's not always easy. It's still a process, but it's happening and it's changing slowly. And slowly I'm gaining more confidence, at least in how I look for sure. The fact that I'm still very much introverted and that it's not always easy to be in social situations and talk to people, that's still something that I'm working on. But um, overall, I think that I have accepted my body as it is. I do want to maintain a healthy body, so I do try to work out and I do eat healthy, but I do so intuitively. So I tune into my body and I listen, does this feel right? Does this feel good for me? I no longer do things just because I want to achieve this goal of looking a certain way or changing my body. I don't work out for that reason. I work out because it feels good and if it feels good and because it feels like it gives me energy and, and it just allows the energy to move through my body and to stay healthy in my body. So I don't exercise out of fear of, you know, my body changing or not being perfect and all that. I exercise because it feels right and it feels good. And I don't make any choices anymore just based on how it might or may not make my body look. That is just as simple as that. And it changes everything when you see it that way because, because when you act not on fear but in love, if you make your choices based on love and at least acceptance of yourself and of your body, respect and honor, then the energy is so different. The energy is one of nurturing and compassion for yourself. And that is something that alone can make you more radiant and beautiful because you are beautiful. So this is maybe just an invitation for you to look at the areas of your life in regards to body image, to self-confidence and all those things where you may be doing things out of fear and comparing yourself and try to remove those, those comparisons. If you're following someone on social media that makes you feel not good enough, not pretty enough, not thin enough, 
not toned enough or whatever enough it is, just maybe mute them or unfollow them so that it doesn't trigger you every time. And if you're working out because you want to lose weight or look this way, ask yourself before you do work out, does this feel right and good right now? Am I doing this for the right reason? Am I doing this to punish my body, myself? Or am I doing this to serve and for health reasons or to feel good in my skin? That's very different. There's a very different energy behind them. And it's the same thing with food. Are you eating because you're trying to punish yourself? Are you being too restrictive? Are you counting your calories and being super strict with yourself because you want to lose weight, because you want to look a certain way? Or are you eating the right amount for yourself? What feels right for yourself? Are you sometimes making healthy exceptions and indulging sometimes? That's fine. But this is an invitation to maybe tune into your intuition, to your heart, and to make choices out of love for yourself and for your body. And to maybe support someone else that is going through a struggle that you have been through as well. That can really help. And if this is something that you cannot do on your own, I do advise you to seek for support, whether it's in a health coach or maybe a psychologist or any anything that would really support you on your journey. It's okay to need some support sometimes. It's really fine and it's actually healthy to ask for help if you need it. But most of all, I think my message here, and I know this may sound very simple and not always easy if you're actually really struggling with these issues, but is to understand that there is a reason for everything. And your soul came on this earth, and I really believe this strongly and more and more actually. And your soul chose to come into your body as it is, and it shows some of your struggles. So maybe some people may struggle with body image body shaming, lack of self-confidence, maybe even some eating disorders and all that kind of thing. And it can be really difficult to understand, but we pick our teachers, we pick our lessons, and our soul picked those lessons for a reason. So what are you learning from them? And I think that some people may overcome them in this lifetime and some may not. Maybe you will have to always deal with this and it could be the same thing with people who have different kinds of addictions and it's really tough to see it that way and I get it I'm not trying to simplify it in any by any means but I'm just trying to support you and maybe allow you to see it in a different light in a different perspective and maybe there is something you can learn from this maybe you can help others with this once you've learned how to deal with it yourself not that, it, not that it will completely go away someday. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will. Who knows? But it's not about that. It's about how you can maybe live with it now, how you can have more self-acceptance, even with that challenge of yours, even with that experience that may not always be easy to go through. What can you learn from it? What challenges will you overcome thanks to it? And who can you inspire or teach or support thanks to it? Try to see it that way. 
because I think it all comes down to that. And as I said, our souls chose this, this life, our bodies, our relationships, our families, and the lessons and teachers and struggles that we will go through in this lifetime. And they can be our biggest, biggest teachers if we allow them to. So allow them to and try to soften, be more compassionate with yourself, try to be less judgmental about yourself and what you're going through, lean into more love and acceptance. And if you need, I'm always here to support you, as are many other coaches and therapists and all kinds of amazing people out there. But I hope that this was supportive and I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you very soon.